Welcome to Pod Me If You Can. I'm David Farrell. And I'm Lloyd Hughes. And today we go back for another slice of pie. American Reunion is the fourth official film in the American Pie franchise. And like the eighth or ninth unofficial film, there's all those straight-to-DVD releases. We'll touch on those. But um, we've just watched the film, Lloyd and I, and we're going to get straight into spoilers. Just be aware if you haven't seen American Reunion, this is probably best listened to after watching the film. Lloyd, you watched The Making Of. Yeah, on- I, I checked that out before I saw it just happened to be on TV. Yep. Um, I felt like I watched the whole film, but no, there were a lot of surprises. Um, because it felt like watching The Making Of, I go, okay, I pretty much know exactly what happens. And yeah, yeah pretty much rolled that way. But there were a few little surprises. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to initially begin by saying that I've seen every American Pie film except for one of the straight-to-DVD spin-offs. I know of... Bandcamp. Yep. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's um. We'll get straight into those. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. So American Pie, obviously the original, was yep. a mega hit in the nineties. Yeah, no? yeah. That's a big part of our because the characters, uh, what they were going through at graduating high school, was exactly the same year as we were graduating high school. Yep. Although in Canberra, it's a different thing. We graduate in year ten, then we go into what's called college for year eleven and twelve, and then university. So, but it felt like, so we're about two years off, but it felt like the exact same thing. And so we related to everything that was going on in the film. Yep. I have to say though, like it, watching all um, American movies on teen, you know, the teen genre, I have to say that they got a really big lifestyle. Maybe it's exaggerated, sorry, maybe it's exaggerated in the movies, but they got a very glamorous lifestyle for the yeah. teenage culture with their proms and with their you know everyone's all characterized we didn't have that at all yeah. <laughs> we we have a formal but you know it's nothing compared to that <laughs> no i mean i guess they do uh, really celebrate those graduations maybe not yeah, having i feel like many. they just got it down you know and yeah. we are like this uh spawn or confusion of the british culture and the american culture we really haven't cultivated our identity you know that's a big argument in itself but just watching it i'm like envious you know watching them all get together i'm like oh we have reunions it's nothing like this you know <laughs> obviously a big part of the first film was the fact that prom is such a big thing yeah. in america and they all wanted to lose their virginity together yeah yeah, yeah. um so like that's like an easy kind of plot point for them here. That's right, yeah. Um, so that was 1999, the first film. Just to jump ahead for a sec, the American Reunion takes place in 2012, yeah. which is 13 years later. And there's a line in the film where they say, oh, you know, they couldn't get it together for the 10-year, uh, you know, reunion sort of thing. It's really... They just clean that up. <laughs> yeah, just quickly. And nobody, nobody acknowledged the fact that it's 13 years. <laughs> I think from the perspective of the school, yeah, that they would be having a 10-year reunion every year, yeah. wouldn't they? So yeah, how would right. they mess that up? You know, exactly, they would yeah. just forget about it for three years. It's just convenient for the script. <laughs> Very. Like, more more likely, the writers and everybody, the cast, couldn't get it together for the 10-year anniversary of. I, I feel like this isn't the end. No, they, they, they've made... I'm assuming they've made a lot of money from this franchise yeah. and they're going to make a lot more money from it. So why stop, uh, why stop the... Uh, what's the saying? You know... The, the money. <laughs> it's a goose playing golden eggs exactly. for them, I guess. Keep going. All right. American Pie 2, two years later, 2001, 
And uh, American Pie 3, 2003, two years later, pretty consistent. And we're growing up. They know that they've hooked in a whole generation like us, and we're <laughs> growing up with them. So we're experiencing all the things that's portrayed. Well, the third um, one is, is them getting married. Um, yeah. Jim and Michelle. Um, Jason Biggs and Alison Hannigan getting married. That's called The Wedding? It's American Pie, The Wedding, or sure. American Wedding, I guess. Yep. Um, anyway, with that one, four years later, I guess, is maybe a realistic amount of time for people who were in high school in 1999 to be getting married four years later, yeah. you know, sort of natural progression of events. Um, and then there were a, sp- a series of spin-offs, <laughs> which you haven't seen any of. Oh, no, I haven't seen any of, no. You're right. Well, I'm Is gonna... Harold and Kumar one? Harold and Kumar is not. No, okay, sure. Um, John Cho, or yeah. Chow, I, I don't know how to pronounce well, I've got it. to say just quickly, he's the only one out of all of them that can act. <laughs> he, he does get a lot of laughs in this film as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to quickly go through them. American Pie Band Camp, 2005. That's two years later. So that was the first spin-off. That was probably the one most people heard of. Uh, what do you think the plot is? They're at band, band Camp? Yeah, and there's going to be something sexual in it, of course. Yep. Okay. We're a clean podcast, <laughs> but we'll try and... Uh, yeah, I'll run through this quick... Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> quick plot. Matt Stifler... The younger brother of Steve Stifler is eager to enter the family business of making porn films so he can prove himself to his older brother. And after playing a prank in the school band, the guidance counselor, who's Sherman, Shermanator, right? One of the few people who's actually in the film who you might recognize, uh, decides he should be sent to band camp as a punishment. And he tries to film a band band geeks gone wild kind of DVD. Yeah. Uh, Not a strong film. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then... 2006, just a, just a short year later, wasn't it? 2005, mm. 2006, they churned they that one out quickly, <laughs> is The Naked Mile. Okay. Have you heard of that concept? It's where everybody... Uh, they did it in Van Wilder as well, the Ryan Reynolds film. Sure. Uh, it's where everybody basically gets naked and runs for a mile. Oh, okay. Yep. On like a college campus or, or whatever. Going streaking type thing. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. Um, Eric Stifler, another Stifler... Uh, is having a difficult time living up to the family name because he's a virgin. Oh, okay. basically, yeah. 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 And he's got a... Right. <laughs> so that's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, then a whole year later, a lot of time going into these scripts, 2007. So we've had 2005, 6, and 7. 2007, American Pie Beta House, which is like the Beta Gamma Delta Kappa, you know, sure. pr- uh, fraternity. Yeah. Pledge kind of thing. The newly single Eric Stifler, same Stifler, same actor who was in the other one. Uh, is encouraged by his dad, who's played by, uh, what's his name from um, Happy Gilmore? You know, Shooter McGavin? Yep. Yep. He plays like Stifler's dad. No way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, basically, they, they, they're all in a fraternity. That's all you okay, need to know. Yeah. And then the one I haven't seen is called The Book of Love. 2009. Oh, okay. The famous book from the first one. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Which everybody, I don't know if everybody joked about when you were in high school, but everyone was sort of like, yeah, I've read that book and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It was like a, like a thing people genuinely joke about. Wow. No, we didn't have that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, the book of love 2009, um, which is obviously three years before American reunion, uh, where they give us brand new characters, uh, three guys who are all virgins and trying to get laid. And they, Basically, find the book of love, according to the synopsis I've read, and um, the book is damaged in a fire, and they have wrong information, and so therefore have to piece together the right information from people who've written in the book, so they have to go and find the original sources. Oh, right. One of whom 
is Eugene Levy, Jim's dad, oh, yep. who contributed to the book back in the 70s and 80s, I right. guess, yeah, you yeah. Know, at some point. Um, so I'm guessing the next film, because this isn't conclusive at all, we'll find out there's a female Stifler. Why not? Why you know? not? Yeah. Well, that, that, the last one didn't sound too bad, I guess. That's the only one I haven't seen, yeah. so I can't tell you. <laughs> it's the only one that sounded decent. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, I guess. The lost books, you know. We'll stick great. to the original franchise yeah, yeah, no, for the definitely. purposes of this. Cause that, that's American Pie to me. One, two, three, and this Reunion, fourth, yeah. yeah. Well, I sort of found it really interesting. They completely ignore the DVD, straight-to-DVD releases yeah. and, and any mention of any other Stiflers or anything like that, so... No dramas whatsoever. <laughs> they found uh, it easy to ignore them too. Yeah. Shall we start at the beginning of this one? Yeah. Um, this is great. <laughs> Introduction of each character was cool. You like that? Yeah, yeah. One's uh, really wealthy. Um, the other one, Stifler, you know, completely flips it. At first, he's confident running the whole town as if he was in high school then. Walking all yeah. through his new job office. Yeah, yeah. And then you cool. find out he's a temp. Yeah. But he's a temp that could really be on some sexual harassment yeah. charges. <laughs> I mean... It seems like he wouldn't be around very long. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I'm surprised they've kept him there. Like, what does he actually do? <laughs> One thing I thought this film really had going for it was the sentimental kind of... Um, you see Jim's room again. Uh, you see pictures of them all from when they are in high school. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. You see uh, the YouTube clip of Jim and Nadia in the room. Yep. Uh, you know, just all the old stuff. You see the magazines that Jim's dad awkwardly has the conversation with him about. Yeah. Just the nostalgia and that sentimental stuff. It's it's familiar to us all. Yeah. I'm wondering if, like, a kid who's in high school now has seen all the American Pies. Whether I, it's I something think, that I has... I think it's possible, yeah. Like, um... I know I, I only watched Animal House recently and that was like the American Pie of the 80s I'm gonna guess <laughs> um, and I hated it it was terrible it was slow it was stupid and I can imagine maybe maybe 10 more years from now um, because it has been like 13 years as you say from the first one Um, kids are going to watch and go this is stupid you know they're going to need another American Pie for a whole new generation I don't think it's going to hold its own um, you don't think American Pie is going to hold its own no I don't think so I I think it's just going to be like an animal house it's going to get outdated but I think um, because those guys are still relatively young like only early 30s and they do will they will appeal to the younger audiences with the slapstick jokes and everything Mm. yeah I think Kids have seen all four of them. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the cast for a second. Um, Jason Biggs. I want to talk about what people have been doing since sure. American Pie because it was such a big film it created careers for all of them. Uh, Jason Biggs went on to star in Loser. He was in, um, uh, what do you call it, the Kevin Smith film um, Jersey Girl. Uh, oh, he's as, in that. Yeah, he's like Ben oh, Affleck's buddy for a while. Um and he went on to do a TV show called Mad Love, which got cancelled. Uh, you know, he's, he's jumped around a little bit. He's done a few things. Um, we've got Oz, Chris Klein, yep. who, I don't know, he's done a few comedies, did the Ferrelli. Is that really buff dude? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah Oz. Yeah. <laughs> um, hasn't done much, really. No. Like, uh, Mina Suvari, not much. Uh, let's cut through these. Finch, the guy who plays Finch. Yep. He's a voice in American Dad. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. I think he's the fat kid. The Fat Friend. Oh, okay, yeah. sure, yeah. Um, haven't looked into that too clearly. Uh, and not much else. He's a small part in, what do you call it, um, Harold and Kumar as oh, well. Right. Yeah. Which John Cho is obviously in as well. Uh, Stifler has probably had the best career out of all these people. Um, 
being in yeah the- no that's true I was going to say I was going to stop you and say Cho right away mm. uh, because I think he's the best actor he's the only one that can act out of all of them like really well um, but yeah you're right um, he's been in what Bulletproof Monk uh, yep. Welcome to the Jungle with The Rock and that's all I can think of <laughs> well he's been, he's been in several films I mean he yeah. was also in a Kevin Smith film um, the Bruce Willis cop one what's it called um the name escapes me. Oh, Cop Out? Was Cop he, Out, Was yeah. he in Cop Out? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was, um, he was playing the role that was originally for Jason Mewes. Okay. Um, or, as you may know him, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, he, he's had a pretty good run. Um, the person who stands the most to lose out of this also is Alison Hannigan, who's in How I Met Your Mother. She's in, like, a successful oh, television yeah, yeah. program. That's right. She's also you know, a cult actress with Buffy. She was in Buffy, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um... She's the most familiar face out of all of them. Well, well so is Sean William Scott. Like, yeah. he's um, an icon. The character Stifler has tr- transcended over many cultures, I guess. A lot of people go, you know, that awoke a whole generation. I can tell you how many students I know wanting to be like Stifler, you know, making jokes. Just There's like one that. in every friendship There's, group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And every show had to have a Stifler. I think Home and Away was doing it. For a bit, that's a um, sit, uh, not a sitcom. It's like a soapy that we got running here in Australia. Home and away, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think they were running a character like that for a few seasons. It's know? just it a just... rude bad boy character. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's been done well before, but for our generation, we always call that the stifler of the jock. Mm. You know, that often means a jock, and he carried that really well. Mm. You know, played that to a T. And yeah, I think he's been typecast in those roles, Bulletproof Monk and everything. It's pretty well, much the plays, same role. Well, he plays a different shade of Stifler in sure, each one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's, he's playing very similar characters and the cursing and stuff just sort of rolls off the tongue. He seems yeah. like a natural. I heard he's experimented with a lot of roles in low-budget low Canadian movies. I okay. Yeah, I've just heard of people tell me about that. I'll, I'll mm. check it out. <laughs> um, Shannon Elizabeth, who played Nadia. Yeah, yeah. She was in a couple of things, yeah. but sort of nothing recently. I think recently. she was just a beautiful face, you yep. know, and that was it. Yep. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays Kevin, the guy with the beard. Oh. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably a reason for Terrible. that. <laughs> and um, Tara Reid. Oh, my God. Just a bit of a train wreck in real life yeah, as well. Yeah, I so. knew from the first one, she, you know, she, again, she just a beautiful just, face. Just, just was a pretty face. Yeah, and she yeah. was an unknown in 1999. So. And she got into, I think, what helped her career sort of stay afloat for a bit was all the uh, shenanigans going outside. Like, she had a very... Um, uh, crazy private life, I guess. Party was, life. Yeah, yeah, party lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, The Paris Hilton sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, there's a funny clip they play sometimes on TMZ, um, the gossip show. Sure. And uh, it shows um, Paris Hilton getting into a nightclub and then the camera pans to the left and Tara reads behind some ropes like on her phone like she can't get in. <laughs> <laughs> Not as famous kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so even even in her world of like partying and clubbing and stuff, she's doesn't get she's in. not doing so well. Yeah, so really, everybody should get back together for this. Yeah, is what I'm getting at. This is now the kind of thing that they can keep doing. This as is their well. bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you couldn't replace them as well. Like it was great watching. I love it how most franchises are doing this now, except for The Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> Where you have characters and they try to keep them, they try to keep everyone happy. They don't replace them, and you got to, the audience has to go, okay, that's not Sean William Scott anymore, but he's playing Stifler, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's a, Superman's a terrible example of this because yeah. they keep recasting Superman. Yeah. Let's hope it's, that uh, Henry call it reboots. Yeah. I, I don't mean so much as a reboot, but you know, keeping that same cast with the sequels is so good. It's yeah. so, they're so lucky they've kept that machine rolling. You know, I'm pretty hopeful Henry Cavill will do uh, will do well as Superman. <laughs> yeah, just, no. just quietly. I was um, gonna ask, did you like the movie American Reunion? Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted a couple of things from this film. Um, like you say, it's great to have the whole cast there. And just quickly, when Oz uh, was absent from the wedding one, I was thinking, why wasn't he there? You know, it's a wedding. He should make it there. But they solved I, I that. I completely forgot he wasn't there. <laughs> nah, no big deal. Yeah. He's off doing a sports telecaster thing or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, they quickly resolved that as well by, I missed your wedding. I'm not going to miss this. You know, these quick one lines, you know, solve all the problems, don't they? Just like, check. <laughs> the two things that I wanted... Um, was I wanted closure on uh, characters. I had heard from all the marketing that this was going to be the last one. And it annoys me that it doesn't seem like there's any closure. Well, what, what would have been closure? I guess tying up storylines better. Um, because anybody who's listening to this has seen the film will discuss it all in kind of a spoilery way. I made a bit of a list of, of things that I'll get to in a sec. Um, things that I thought would happen based off the trailer and, and you know, instinct, really. Um, one thing that annoys me is this film was very high school um, in its problems. It's like 13 years have gone by. Obviously, Stifler hasn't changed, and that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but everyone else isn't communicating with each other, and this is the same problem with a lot of sitcoms, is that if they just said, hey, um, look... I really think this and had a conversation I know that wouldn't be funny but that would solve the problem you know yeah um, everybody hides everything from everyone and it becomes this kind of awkward you know like um, with the neighbor Jim could have said all this is happening to Michelle he could have said to the neighbor I'm married he could have said anything to anybody but it doesn't say anything to anyone and it creates this tension which shouldn't be there at yeah, all sure um, that kind of bothered me um, I guess let's talk closure on mm. these characters um it being a reunion you're going to see everybody again some of them you just saw for two seconds i mean one scene here and there sort of thing i thought we'd have a bit of everybody but the problem with the film for me is that there's so many characters that you can't give everyone enough enough screen time sure and they gave too much screen time to kevin and um victoria tara reed and i don't know kevin's real name eddie no, too much or too little too much too like much, yeah. their storyline was very fickle wasn't it was nothing yeah. there was nothing to it there was no substance um i'm married we shouldn't do this nothing happened okay we're still friends immediately a better storyline comes to mind if he wasn't married right and that they had at some point said you know if we're not married in 10 years, we should marry each other or something. And then both of them get there and they're single and it's more actual tension and stuff. Yeah. And then, it, you know, when it, with him being married, you think at one point in the film that he has slept with uh, Victoria and it's a big twist and then nothing's happened. There's nothing to it. It's just, it's fluff. You know, that, yeah. their whole storyline annoyed me. And I know that their acting annoyed you. <laughs> yeah, I think they're the worst of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, just not very good. Yeah. Well, anyway, and the other thing is, I kind of wanted it to be the last one, because what do you do next? You know, you have more straight-to-DVD knockoffs with, like, a female Stifler or a Jim's kid, Evan, when he's grown up, you know. Or Hangover 3, but American Pie. <laughs> yeah, or you get another one of them married, and you have the wedding part 2 or something. Children. 
the the L- babysitters, <laughs> oh, man. Little Pie or something oh, like the the kids. I don't yeah, know. Have it like kindergarten cop, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so well. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few places they can go. <laughs> How did you feel about the decision to kill off Jim's mum? Jim's mum? She, oh, yeah. she was dead. Well, and had been they dead promoted that heavily in the making of the tension between Stifler's mum and Jim's dad. They, they promoted that in the trailer, too. Yeah, that was yeah, that was interesting. Like, I'm, I'm glad they brought in some of the parents and how they're reacting to their children living these lives. And, you know, the parents are left at home alone the dad's you know really lonely that was that was good you thought that was well done yeah that, that was good but you know it was very rushed and very you know just so we could have it sort of thing <laughs> yeah i guess if you think about it in chronological kind of way um three years ago the mum died two years ago they had a baby so two years and nine months ago they must have gotten pregnant with the baby so three months after the mum died, they got pregnant sort of thing. Wow, so yeah. it must have been somewhat spawned by grief. Yeah. You know, which probably is a nice way of explaining the backstory of why the two of them aren't being intimate anymore. Um, how did you find that as a story? Yeah. Um, it seemed a little unbelievable to it me. It did. Um, because of their history and how you know. That's right. Um, I think it was in there to appeal to the masses i guess just to get an excuse for slapstick yeah yeah yeah. i think they just didn't have anything for them to do and this is an easy something's not happening now it is happening yeah on off light switch almost you know you just when they had that scene where they go to the party and she gets him to put on leather at the party that seemed really unrealistic so yeah no it's something that she wouldn't do i don't feel but I don't know. Like, I think they had a little well, dialogue I, beforehand going, that's the first time we, you know, Stifler's house was the first time we met sort of thing. Yeah, but why didn't she bring her outfit into that room with him and just change in front of him or wear it underneath yeah. or go put it on and then start this whole business? It just seemed like unrealistic that she would leave him alone. Yeah. As well for such a long time that so long, in fact, that that uh, neighbor girl, Cara or whatever her name was, could come in and try and seduce him and then that other guy could come in. It was just like... yeah. What are we still waiting for here? And then, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, it was very um, convenient. <laughs> All right, so I've got a little list, and I thought initially, would there be any more of Finch and Stifler's mum? You know, that seemed like a an ongoing thing through all the films. I think it would have been so exhausting if they did. It would have just not have been funny. I, I'm glad that they made those decisions to t- turn it around. A nice twist, I, g- I guess, would be the fact that Stifler gets together with Finch's mum. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems I like... I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> the, the, the phrase MILF, I'd never heard it before. Before... American Pie. I felt, it felt like they coined it, really. They created that yeah. and entered it in the vocabulary yep. of modern day. And yeah. guess what? It's lasted 13 years. Yeah. So well right. done. That's, you know, standing the test I've of time. I've heard DILF as well. <laughs> yes. There, there's a lot of... A lot of Variations. <laughs> But um, whether you refer to them as MILFs, Cougars, or whatever, sure. um, we're a clean podcast. When yeah, I can yeah. get into it, you can Google. <laughs> um, whatever you refer to them as, um, there seem to be a lot of them in this world. <laughs> it just seems like something that, that, that's happening, I guess. So I, I thought, will there be any of that, the Stifler's mum, you know, conclusion on that? Um, Stifler's mum and Jim's dad, you know, ruined from the trailer. 
It's oh, right yeah. At, yeah, that was... Right at the end of the yeah. trailer. So I, I saw that coming because it was in all the promotional material. Yeah. Um, that was sort of a nice kind of way of going. Yeah, but I like that. Yeah, yeah. I almost would have rather the kids knew about it, though, and some jokes were made about how Stifler and Jim were going to be brothers or something. Oh, you towards know. the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't really official. They just no. got in the end. Yeah, sure. They kind of just hung out in a room and, and drank and smoked. So that, that kind of would have been nice to have yeah. more of that. Um, Stifler, I wondered if he would get an actual girlfriend or random conquests. And in the third film, he had January Jones, who's in Mad Men, and she's Emma Frost in X-Men, the latest one origins or what's the original one uh the, the latest x-men yeah first yeah. class that's it class. i yeah. haven't seen it <laughs> she's um she was in part three as like the sister or something of um allison hannigan okay and stifler was being all nice to her and like getting the wedding and stuff together um he actually planned the whole sort of wedding and got flowers and everything it was like a really good event planner and that kind of followed through because at the end of this one... He becomes a planner. He sure. basically gets asked to, to plan a wedding or whatever again. Ooh, that's a loud car. <laughs> wonder if anyone can hear that. Um, I wondered if the gang would grow up. Mature. Yes. Oh, there was a bit of that there. I don't think so. No? You Look, didn't see that The most all? mature thing happening was Kevin's beard. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing else. As a kid, I guess. What, having a kid? Uh... Because yeah, they, they didn't even seem mature about being parents, though. No. They just plopped the kid at other people's houses, didn't yeah. they? You didn't yeah. really see it again. They're trying to find excuses for everything. Um, they didn't seem like they were acting like adults, really. No, yeah. No, everyone seemed pretty... Pretty much the same, yeah, really. Same. I mean, Oz was sort of immature as well in his decisions. And like I said, nobody could really communicate with each other. It was kind of frustrating, I thought, yeah, um, yeah. that everyone was still stuck in this high school world. And I guess... The only way to justify that is saying it's a reunion and all the memories come back and stuff. And they beat them. They beat their original selves. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I wondered if Oz would get together with Heather, which pretty much happened. Yeah. Um, there wasn't really closure. He was just like at the end, like I might hang around and see what happens. But that's what happened at the end of the first one. He was like, we're going to see what happens. You know, uh, it was just the same sort of thing. Nothing's changed for him in thirteen years. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wasn't a big fan of them making out while she was still with the doctor yeah, guy. Yeah. Doctor he was Ron. so overwritten, like, just yep. like the bad guy, you know, just yeah. like, wow. <laughs> what a douche. <laughs> and if you've seen the film, maybe you picked up on this, maybe you didn't. On the beach, when we first see him, she's walking on her own and then he wanders up. Like, where was he a second ago, first of all? And secondly, he has like a weird kind of discoloring around his, like, um, nipple, yeah, his yeah. chest. Yeah. And did you notice that? I noticed that, yeah. It was really, like, off-putting, and I didn't really pay attention to that scene, really, because of that. <laughs> I thought it was something to do with the heart surgery, or maybe he's got a scar. Yeah, I thought they were like, going to explain yeah, yeah. it and say, yeah, no, I recently had... I think that's just an actor's thing. I think, <laughs> I think it was just the actor. If you yeah, spot, yeah. if you went to see this film, just, like, I mean, you spotted it, write it on our Facebook wall, <laughs> and, and let us know if you saw it as well, because I, I don't know what happened in that scene. But yes, he was very overwritten. And, <laughs> and his whole bit about swapping... Where he's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, let's swap. It'll be great. And he becomes more villainous after that. And I was just like, wow. Yeah. No redeeming qualities. In I don't it. know what he's from. No, me either. Um, Kevin to get together with Victoria. I wondered if that would happen. It seemed like they easily could have had everyone get together with their high school sweethearts. But I thought that's really unrealistic that yeah. that would happen. Um, and I kind of hoped and it And as wouldn't. you say, it was such a scrappy 
piece of story yep. that was just put in there, you know. And well, I don't know where else you could go with that because really they were just friends. He was happily married, you know, and they were just friends. Yep. And there might be a little bit of tension, but that's about it. I almost would have rather they did do something yeah. and then he had to choose between them or something. But it's not the kind of film. It was, like I say, there wasn't enough screen time for each each situation. So you got the, Kevin, it's great to see you again, Victoria. Oh, no, we woke up and my clothes were all drenched sort of thing. I'm going to avoid you, and then we're going to talk at the end. It was these little beats that didn't really mean anything. Yeah. Anyway, and I also wanted to see Nadia paired off with somebody. Um, I kind of thought it would be Shermanator, um, because they got together in, in one of the films. Second, in the second one. I believe yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but I kind of thought they would be together, or they would have a kid that looked like one of them and not the other sort of thing. Um, but Nadia was paired off with a gym lookalike. Yeah. So, 13 years on... Still not really over the whole yeah, sure. gym situation. <laughs> um, let's talk about the big scene in this film. Stifler's house? Nope. I'll get there. You'll you'll see my trail of thought in a second. <laughs> the big scene in American Pie, the first one. Oh, right. Is the pie. Yeah. The big scene in the second one also involves uh, Jason Biggs' private parts. As he superglues his hand to himself. <laughs> American Pie 3, Jason Biggs has to shave and groom himself before the wedding. And in this one, we get full frontal nudity of yeah. Jason Biggs. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to go with the fourth. <laughs> well, that was the fourth, yeah. Oh, sorry, with the fifth. <laughs> with yeah. the fifth, fifth or sixth, yeah. I, I just assume when this one makes a bunch of money that they'll think about the next one. And I mean, it can't really be another reunion. I suppose it has to be a wedding, doesn't yeah. it? Um, but then you need... A central character to get married you know for them all to want to get back so who who would you have get married if there were a fifth film because oh, obviously I'd, jim and michelle are married i'd spin it i'd go the dad jim and um uh, stifler's mom yeah okay i don't jim's see dad and stifler's mom i don't I'd, see I'd her as there. the settling down type but i do see a lot of funny scenes from jim's dad there yeah yeah because he steals I, the show yeah i'd probably try that one and then the whole brother thing as you say could be comedy yeah, um, it's interesting. Well, it'd be good to get all the other Stifler siblings in a movie as well, and then you make all the DVD ones like <laughs> part of it. <laughs> we all come together now. Um, <laughs> with each iconic scene of each of the American Pies, it's amazing. Um, like how, how I don't know. Like maybe it was a bit before American Pie, but that movie was like a groundbreaking thing for me at least because it had so much nudity. And it treated... And I think it was... Yeah, it was an MA film at the time. Yep. Um, but everyone saw it. Every high school kid saw it. And it was such a big thing. And how much... How free the movie was expressing masturbation. Yep. I don't think... I can recall any movie prior to that that discussed... Not even The Breakfast Club. Not even... Uh, um, you know, any of those John Hughes type films. Or even... Animal House had nudity, but I don't think they went into it as much. Like it just seemed like in the n- late nineties, less that taboo. Millennium. Yeah, yeah, it was less taboo. They broke that wall, yep. and no one seems to discuss that. Like the guy was literally doing that with a pie. You know, everyone forgets that. You know, and it was a big thing, groundbreaking. Now every movie, if it doesn't have a scene, like every teen movie, if it doesn't go that far, it yep. doesn't 
I don't know. You push the boundaries. Yeah, you got to push yeah. the boundaries. So, oh yeah, that's the film with the guy with the pie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the film with the guy shaving. You know, it's got to have one of those scenes to make it iconic. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things American Pie still says. So after after we've seen this one, American Reunion. Oh, that's right. That's where you get to see Jason full frontal. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, just on the full frontal thing. Um, Jason Siegel pushed the boundaries in forgetting Sarah Marshall. He went completely naked. And it was one of those things that hadn't really happened before. Sure, yeah, because the, it's okay for an, a female to go nude since the beginning of time. It's only been recently that you're seeing a lot of the male nudity. I think um, 28, 28 Days Later, okay. at the very beginning scene, you had the guy naked in the hospital and people were just walking up, getting out of the cinema. Leaving, okay. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And well, Shame is coming out soon with um, Fassbender and Carrie Mulligan, and apparently there's a lot of nudity in that as well. Sure. Um, which is now sort of more widely accepted. Yeah, and I guess yeah. it sort of the, the male out. body is coming more and more acceptable nude rather yeah. than just the female all the time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to stop people using prosthetics. I'm sure that's the kind of thing is still <laughs> going to happen. There could still be body doubles. Well, another thing to bring up was um, what's the Talladega Nights crew? They did a movie, Brothers. Um, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Yeah. And he takes his um, genitals and starts rubbing it on the drum kit. Oh, yeah. And that was a full shot, you know. I, I think that was just a comedy effort. You're thinking, oh, you, well, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to take my, you know, yeah. and you actually see it, but, you know, visually on screen. Yeah. Is that an MA movie or an M movie? I'm not sure. Oh, man. It must was be just, MA, really. That's full on, you know. Like, and kids would probably want to see a slapstick comedy movie like that. And when I say kids, 12 to 15. Mm. And I don't know, I never even seen movies like that when I was 12 to 15. That's like extreme, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think American, all those movies owe American Pie for starting that, in my opinion. Anyway, there, there could be something beforehand, but the big thing of our generation I remember was American Pie and how freely that expressed male nudity, masturbation, and all the rest of it. One of the other things is in 1998, I believe, something about Mary came out. Oh, with uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah. yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, And because of that popularity, that kind of made this no, even that's, more popular. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that also had masturbation in it, like in various... And the, know, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. the scene. Every, you say something about Mary, everyone remembers... Um, the hair the up. The hair up. Yeah, that's Diaz. a very good point. <laughs> yeah. So probably because that was so popular and accepted by everybody, this American, American Pie, Pie also sure. got thrown in there. It was just that maybe... American Pie was catered to our generation. Yeah, that's right. Whereas um, something about Mary was more for the late twenties, early thirties. I see. Yep. I see. Yeah. No, yeah. Very good point. Let's talk about Finch for a sec. Finch. Oh, yep. Finch is cool at the beginning of this. Rides <laughs> in on the motorbike. He's a world. And you traveler. find at the end he's the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> Nothing's changed. And did anything really change for anybody? Like I said, it, is Kevin growing a beard? The thing that changed is that it. And that's what you wanted to see was, was no, change I, in every, everyone. I, th- I think having everybody change or not I wanted stories to end I wanted uh, maybe Kevin and Victoria to say we we had a great time and and that's the end and finish it or start it just like it felt like everything was still up in the air by the end of this movie you got the implication that um, Kevin and Victoria were you know their time together really mattered and stuff but he still said he had unresolved feelings for her he was sort of daydreaming about her a couple of times. Um, Nadia obviously still has feelings for Jim. That wasn't concluded at all. Uh, Stifler is still the same guy, but now he's going to plan things. So it's sort of a little growth in his character, but not a lot. Um, Oz was basically 
exactly where he was at the end of American Pie, the first film. I probably would have done the same thing. I, I'd use the excuse, oh, that's life. <laughs> but I, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It would have been nice just to tie it all in a yeah. nice bow, but... Yeah, I, I just wanted if they were going to market this as the last one. Sure, I wanted it to feel more to feel conclusive. like the last one, yeah. and maybe you know have people say the things they should have said or done, the things they should have done or whatever. It just felt like we were still watching the same exact thing, I guess. And maybe yeah. that's what people will love about it. Sure, you know because it is very familiar. If you've watched the first one and then you go watch this one in cinemas, it's going to feel really similar. One of the things I noticed was the music. All right. All 90s kind of music. Sure. Some exact tracks that were used in the first film. Yeah. Right nice. at the end. Yeah. Um, they finished with that Bed is on Fire song that I believe was playing at the end of the first one. Cool. Uh, when Finch first hooks up with Stifler's mum, if mm. I'm remembering correctly. And when Oz is talking to Heather on the dance floor, the exact song plays that played when they get together and sleep together for the first time that's fantastic and, yeah, yeah. and i was like oh i know this song i know this song you know i'm sure there were more i didn't even pick up on playing in the background and stuff but the fact that it was all 90s like um they were playing, doing an all 90s kind of uh venue with like they wanted to get it was a 90s theme but i didn't get that i was like so what's so 90s <laughs> <laughs> just seems to blend in the 2000s or what do you call it the noughties <laughs> I mentioned how, yeah, the noughties. I mentioned how Stifler um, was being nice to January Jones's character. They were never going to get her back because she's all big on Mad Men and stuff. Um, but they did have this brief moment where Lonnie, the mouth that got away, there was this girl from high school. I thought they were going to explore that. And they don't really... Yeah. They, they don't really make that anything. The whole film is spelled out at the beginning when they read their yearbook and the hopes and dreams and goals and stuff. Oz wanted to be teaching his son lacrosse. He thought he'd have a family. He wants to settle down. His life isn't stable. By the end, maybe it's more stable. Um, what did Jim want? Do you remember? Uh, he wanted to have the sexual drive of Ricky Martin. Yes, that's right. Which was embarrassing and quite <laughs> funny. And obviously he's having problems with his sex yeah. life. Uh, Stifler just wanted to keep the party going. Yeah. He, he didn't want to change. Didn't want to change. Yeah, yeah. And why not? Change. He was a king in high school, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, Kevin thought he'd be with Victoria. All of Everything was spelled out in this big exposition of what, what are we all going to do? What are we all going to be? You know, it was it was all done right at the beginning there. So With reading the yearbook. That was a good scene. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't too bad. Um, this scene, the big scene, just to, to talk about Jason Biggs' private parts a bit more. Did it feel like that bit was inserted, that whole um, sequence, yep. maybe? Yeah. didn't really it's fit. It's so stupid how they were going... Um, like, it goes back to what you were saying about how I- immature they all were. Like, how they go, just hand us the paper towels. Why don't you just go, look, i got no pants on. <laughs> I've got no idea. I can't hand you the paper towels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't hand you the paper towels. I've got no pants on. Could you guys <laughs> so give me stupid. a second? It was just so drawn out. But even but the, yeah, scene, it was inserted. the scene before and afterwards, like, it didn't fit. It was in there because they were like, we need a funny scene here. This isn't funny enough at this point. It's too serious. Before that, they were like, yeah, let's keep drinking. Keep the party going. And then cut to him waking up. Very The Hangover, yeah. wasn't it? Like it I was, was. like, oh, What yes. happened? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> I don't remember. Where <laughs> are my pants? We never got that explained. Mm. Never. Yeah. Anyway, and then the scene afterwards. Yeah, we're at the beach. You know, it just felt like that was thrown in the middle there for no real reason. Well, everything was... Uh, 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 all the slapstick scenes were just loosely put in there for the script like him 
go, stif- Stifler going on going to the toilet in that ice in the ski. Um, you know the whole scene where he's dragging the girl back into the to the bedroom. You know, with the whole gym no pants scene again. Is nobody else walked into that room? Hasn't Alison Hannigan's character Michelle said, "Where is Jim? Why hasn't he come to bed? He was supposed to be home earlier." And um, walked down and looked for him. Why is this other girl sleeping over there? Why isn't she as hungover? Why doesn't she remember that he doesn't have no pants on? You know, wouldn't Jim's dad have walked down there? It just seems like really inconceivable yeah they wanted to draw it out as much as possible because i would have had it they walk in they find his body oh what and he rolls over revealing his, his <laughs> jug they're like oh and then just cut out of that that would have been great <laughs> <laughs> um Suri, the um from 30 rock i only know her as Suri. i don't know her real name the blonde who was oz's girlfriend the really oh pretty yeah, one, yeah the pretty taking one, yeah. ecstasy and acting yeah. crazy and stuff yeah, she's from 30 Rock, the um, Tina Fey show. And she hasn't been on that a lot. Like, I think they started doing less and less with her on the show. And probably because she was off filming this and whatever else she's been doing. Sure. You know, she's off, you know, wearing bikinis. I everywhere. think she's just a pretty face. <laughs> yeah, but she's like a known pretty face sure. too. So you yeah. sort of go, oh, I watch 30 Rock. I know yeah. who that is. Um, so yeah, it was, it was good to see her getting some work. <laughs> uh, was that... Stifler scene where he goes after the jet skis. Was that Apocalypse Now? Where he pokes his head out? Oh, Is that what geez. they were doing? Yeah, well, now you say it. I didn't think of it at the time. Yeah, I guess. Or I Jaws, maybe. But I yeah, definitely Apocalypse Now. Like, did he have it in his mouth, the whole... I don't know what he had in his mouth. Like, if in he, Apocalypse he Now, it was a knife, Yeah, it was it? a knife in the mouth. And he yeah. pops out and pops back down. Because like, that's what I thought they were going for. But I was sort of like, I'll just ask Lloyd when we, when we do this podcast. <laughs> Um, how'd you find that whole jet ski business? Yeah, like like all the slapstick scenes, it was just put in there for comedy. And I went into the movie wanting to have fun with it. We had sure. a pretty good audience as yeah. well. It was a little um, bit meatheady yeah. at times. <laughs> like they laughed at things I didn't think were that funny. Yeah, but no, yeah. it's nice to have a, an audience to tell you when you think you should. Yeah, be exactly. Laughing. That that's that's what I want. Um, yeah. So watching any comedies like hell I came out of uh, Dude Where's My Car thinking this is the greatest comedy I've ever seen because yeah. it was the audience like I was sitting in the aisles because yeah. it was so packed and yep. everyone was laughing every joke so I was at laughing at everything you yeah. know so uh, an audience experience is part of the cinema experience I just obviously another Sean William Scott masterpiece right <laughs> since, since he's done American Pie oh that's right yeah he was in that um, with Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher yeah. Um, yeah so I enjoyed it I enjoyed all the slapstick scenes I guess even like, I know I'll watch on DVD again and go, this is terrible, and I'll have to fast forward through it. You know that scene with the, the jet skis? Yeah. Why did they sit so far from their esky? <laughs> like, that Stifler had access so to it. So badly choreographed. And, and what has Stifler been eating that that's... I know. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I love the line, though, where they go... Um, and what excuse did they give to the ladies? Oh, we're just driving down there to play these guys. Yeah, we'll just leave Alison Hannigan's character there. Yeah, It'll be yeah. fine. It'll take a couple of hours. You destroyed their jet skis. Well, they splashed us. That was, like, one of the funnier lines <laughs> Yeah, in the that film. was great. Yeah. Um, Jim's shirt said special on it. Did you notice that? No. Okay, his shirt said special. But it wasn't, like, special soda or beer or anything. It just said special. Sure. And it reminded me of when he's trying to win Alison Hannigan's heart. I think it's in the second one. And they go to band camp and he is acting like a special student and he's like has to play and stuff. And, and they're like applauding him and, you know. But then there's this neighbor character, Kara, obviously represents what they all used to be like at the beginning of this whole franchise. And she keeps saying, you're so special, Jim. 
you're such a special guy and for no real reason like uh, does she want to lose her virginity to him mm. like that's never really explained he yeah. was just somebody she liked ages ago but now she has all these other options he's a married guy which never gets told to her yeah yeah and oh, well I guess she knows at the party when Alison Hannigan says stay away from my husband sort of thing um but it's almost as if she's brainwashed by the shirt he's wearing that says special. So she's like, that guy is special. You know, it's really like pandering to I didn't to even notice that. No. Yeah. All right. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, I found that um, a lot of the comedy came from this mix of how they used to be and how they are now. You know, when they were in 1999, American Pie, you know, timeline, they were young and everything was cool. And now the Spice Girls is considered classic rock. Yeah. I love it. Go, Stiffly goes, when I was doing this, uh, we didn't have mobile phones. Yeah. We didn't one. have any cell phones. Because yeah. the dad goes, why don't, why don't you guys have cell phones? And it was <laughs> like, was. what? The look on their face. That was gold. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, there was a lot of nods to the, to the film as well. Like when they were hiding in the room. There's, uh, in the second film, they're hiding under the bed when the two girls are in there and stuff. And when they climb off the roof, Jim climbed off the roof when he super glued himself. There was a lot of just shots that were familiar. Sure. You know? Um, I feel like it was just really nostalgic. Mm. You know? Um, I didn't hate this film. I just felt it was pretty average. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, and it was like... Did you get... Oh, no, you didn't get what you wanted, like you expected, did you? It just felt like another piece, didn't it? I mean, it feels like they could do another one Mm. when I wanted them to end it, or at least seem like they were ending it. Yeah, well, similar to, I guess, American Pie 2. You knew it was a sequel. They were just going to... But they had everybody back for the second one, so it was like a continuation, like it was going to be bigger and better. The third one, they didn't have a lot of characters. Like, they had a really sort of skeleton group mm. of them. And though they were continuing the story, it felt like there was too many people missing for it to be, like, yeah. good. Bringing them all back, I thought, was was taking us back to the, the awesome roots of this thing. Mm. And um, it was going to be really good. But then, I guess, you thought it was a bit long? Yeah. I thought it was very long. <laughs> it just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> Whereas I thought there was probably too much time spent with Jim. Sure. And it could have been more everybody's stories concluded. Maybe that was there was too many characters. Everybody yeah. was too big by yeah. this point. You know, it just kept going for me. I was just like, oh, end this already. <laughs> you liked uh, Jim's dad? Yeah, I found he's probably wearing the same shirt in every movie. <laughs> yeah, and I'm really glad they did something about his eyebrows. <laughs> There's a scene where they decide to pluck his eyebrows, and I didn't notice. I thought that was the joke. Like they didn't actually do anything despite plucking a lot. Yeah. Is that was that the joke? Well, they must have done something because I noticed the uh, difference. I, I didn't notice the difference. <laughs> no, Maybe a, they did. I just didn't notice it. Did you notice a lot of placement in this? They had J Date that he signs on to, which is a Jewish dating site. Oh, okay. At the beginning, they're talking about Real Housewives. There's the mention of Facebook. Didn't you check Facebook? Um, you know, when they're talking yeah, about the a fair bit of yeah, that. Yeah, there was also the Doctor Phil thing. He's looking up. You know, um, lots of like nods to different mm. different things there. Eugene Levy, just to talk about him for a second. Uh, obviously, he's been married a long time. And he's been out of the game a long time. Um, but if we're to believe these two other films, The Naked Mile... Uh, spoilers if you're planning on watching The Naked Mile. But The Naked Mile was originally started by a student that turns out to be Eugene Levy. Right? So he was all cool and hip and he started this whole tradition. Uh, apparently, according to the synopsis I read of The Book of Love... 
he has contributed to the book of love so he seems like he's got some tricks up his sleeve he's smooth but then in this film he has difficulty putting his arm around Stifler's yeah. mum you know like he's really super awkward and out of it yeah at this point no, that's believable I guess to, yeah because how long he's been married and so forth yeah um, you enjoyed John Cho. He was playing Milf guy number one. Yeah, or two. Uh, not so much his character, but his presence. Like even from, oh, I can't say that really. But Karen Kumar. Karen Kumar. I knew he was playing a role that he's just well above. Like I, I feel like he's just underneath that face he's making. He's actually a very, very good actor. And even all the lines he's delivering, it just felt like he was going through the numbers. But he's actually. I think better than anyone in that movie. And I... Oh, sorry. I just can't wait to see him graduate into better roles. Like, I just feel he's a better actor than anyone there. Yeah, no, he was very funny. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> he was I, great. I really enjoyed the fact that, like, him and the other MILF guy weren't talking. And, like, <laughs> communication is a two-way street. And then at the end, when Stifler is um, getting with Finch's mum, yeah. how they're in the bleachers at the, <laughs> the lacrosse yeah. side, and then all they say is MILF. Yeah. And the other guy goes, MILF. And they're just sort of like talking, but all they're saying that is was MILF. Great. <laughs> and they hug and they just start chanting it and stuff. Uh, really, really funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. And the other thing I really enjoyed was when Oz, like, there were little things I really enjoyed in this. When mm. Oz uh, was doing the celebrity dance show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he rips his shirt off, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was funny because he's against Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan would have ripped his shirt off at the end of every one of his performances, you know? <laughs> I love his speech. It's fantastic. Maybe it's if just, the whole world danced Yeah, it a feels more. like exactly something he'd say and afterwards you'd be like, oh, because you got so hyped in the performance. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the guy... And he's dressed like a rapper or something, <laughs> yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Yeah, yeah, your guy from How Much Mother, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and he would have been in it because of the John Chow, sure. Harold and Kumar reference as well. Um, did you hear about the Chris Klein uh, audition video? He um, auditioned for Mamma Mia. And if you search Chris Klein audition Mamma Mia, you'll find it. He did a sort of average singing of uh, one of the songs from Mamma Mia. He was auditioning, the audition tape got leaked... And then he did this um, spoof on Funny or Die where he does a whole bunch of auditions to things. Uh, it's just pretty funny. Um, this felt like they'd taken that experience and put it into the film for me. Right. That they'd said, yeah, we know all that stuff that happened. And we're going to, with this character, he had this terrible dance thing that obviously is embarrassing. And we're going to throw that in as well, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so I liked the sort of uh, little touch there. <laughs> Did you kind of hope everybody got together? Like everybody paired off? Because that was one you of know, the to things... To be honest, I didn't care. Like, I just came into the movie um, approaching it like... I just want I just want to have fun. I want to see the old gang again. And I want, to, I want to see them go through their little tricks and trades, their little troubles, and just have fun with it. Um, the golden thing about uh, American Pie, what makes it work, it has these ludicrous slapstick moments and these really heartwarming moments or heartwarming really soft endearing endearing moments um the, i think that's what makes it special that's what made it a hit at the time um because it could still be so intimate as well as so ridiculous mm. you know it's got um the stifler as well as the relationship uh, the sweet relationship between heather and oz um if that's the name <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 no very good um 
I also enjoyed the we mentioned the Apocalypse Now shot. There was a Reservoir Dogs shot where they all walk in walk and slow motion. Okay, sure. You know, they sort of all coming into the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was also that really great kind of nod to Terminator Two with uh, <laughs> Shermanator. the Shermanator, yeah. who reckons Terminator Two is the greatest film ever, and named his kid Little Furlong. Like Eddie <laughs> Furlong, gold. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it's weird because I, th- I remember him. I haven't seen him in a while. I remember him nailing that performance, and in this one, I'm like, wow, he's really bad. You know, this is like his the only role he's renowned for, as far as I know. Mm. Oh, that in Major Pain, he was actually a kid in Major Pain. Oh yeah, I remember that. No, I do. They <laughs> shaved his head at one point. Yeah, yeah, they? yeah. You freckle face cartoon. That was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's uh, one scene came at a really pivotal moment too of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was really interesting. <laughs> there for comedy relief. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I think it was it was really interesting, entertaining. I know it's going to make a lot of money. I just kind of, eh, I was about you know yeah. six out of ten on the whole. Thing. No, yeah, no, I feel exactly the same way. But I would say to everyone, go see it, especially if you grew up with American Pie. You'll have fun with it. Make sure yeah. you go see it with an audience. Yeah, it is, it is very nostalgic, yeah, yeah. though, isn't it? I mean, it, it just feels like you're having another helping of... You know what you're going to get. Exactly. And I think the producers knew what they were doing as well. Let's just yep. serve it up to them sort of thing. And, yeah, they did well. Like, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah that's... Uh, I just want to say it's a great inclusion they had of Dania Ramirez... Uh, she's um, yeah. I didn't know who she was, and she's on all the promotional pro- um, posters. Yeah, and stuff. she's becoming like a cult actress. But she was big in. Uh, she started out re- what she started out before this. But what made her renowned was Entourage. She played on um, Turtle's girlfriend for um, oh, a season yeah. when um, when Turtle was trying to bring in the liquor from. Yeah, Mexico. she disappeared and stuff. Didn't yeah, she? yeah, she did disappear quite a lot. Um, and she's also been in a few other things, but that was what made her renowned. She's really active on Twitter. I'm really trying to get a retweet from her or a reply. That would be a great honor. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody, if you guys check my Twitter account. You'll see the tweet I just said. <laughs> you guys can find uh, all that stuff at www.podmeifyoucan.com. Uh, we're going to wrap up on this one, but uh, the next week's episode, we will be watching. Salmon Fishing in the Yemen with uh, Ewan McGregor and Emily Blunt and uh, we will post that up. Sounds really interesting that movie. Should be awesome. Ah, It should be good. Alright, well anyway that's American Reunion. Uh, We'll probably see another chapter in this this tale. Oh definitely, yeah. I feel like the actors don't have enough going on that they can't and it makes of, so much money like why not you know just yeah, why keep not? pumping them <laughs> and, and now that they're executive producers all of them are going to make a bunch of money off this yeah. they could live off this franchise yeah. you know so alright well that is it for Pod Me If You Can hope you've enjoyed it and uh, we will see you next week thanks guys all the best 